Welcome to Vacation Station, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Big Blend Radio's uh, third Monday food, wine, and travel show with the International Food Wine Travel Writers Association. We call them IFTWA because they've got a big name, but they've got a lot of cool members, and that's what we do on these shows. We have our second Tuesday, second Friday, uh, third Monday, and a third Friday show because all these writers and destinations that are members of this amazing organization come on and tell us where to go, where to travel, why, how, all that good stuff. And today we're excited to go to Southern California. We're going to go to Orange County. Now, I know you guys know about Disneyland, Knott's Berry Farm, all of that good stuff in Orange County in Southern California. Uh, that's where we're going. We're going to go to Buena Park, and we're excited to chat with Karina Diaz. Uh, she is from Visit Buena Park, uh, again, in Southern California. And she's going to tell us what we can see and do, what to eat yeah, there's a lot of good food. I'm just saying, I looked at those photos on their website and their website is visitbuenapark.com. That's B-U-E-N-A, visitbuenapark.com. So if you're going to go to Disneyland and all those big attractions, I'm telling you, you want to spend some extra time in Buena Park and check out what you can do, what you can shop, all these other shows as well. There's all these cool experiences like medieval times, seriously. Let's do it. So welcome to the show, Karina. It's so good to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. So I'm right about this, right? That you could go to Disneyland, Knott's Berry Park, like Knott's Berry Farms, like really right in your your yard, right? Um, but there's so much more going on your website that we need to know about. So I kind of feel like people go do the big attraction that you're coming for, but need to kind of book some extra days and come and play mm -hmm. a little longer. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, our, our largest attraction is, like you mentioned, Knott's Berry Farm. And for anyone, you know, wondering our kind of uh, distance from Disneyland, we are about five miles away. And we oh. actually have a couple of hotels um, within our city that will shuttle you to Knott's Berry Farm, to Disneyland, to local attractions. So, you know, we're just um, this welcoming community that wants to for our city and then also the rest of Orange County as well. Um, when it comes to some additional attractions for people to enjoy during the summer months, um, Knott's Berry Farm actually has their sister park, Knott's Oak City, which is open um, from late May to early September usually. Oh, cool. And so they have, yeah, they have you know different speed tubes and body slides and lazy rivers and so the water park just has something for, for everyone. Like there's an interactive kids area. And then if you're a little more adventurous, there's something called the wedge, which is a huge raft ride. So there's just kind of thrill seeking and also relaxation there. I love this because and I'm on your website you and it says, yes, say yes to water slide wedgies at Soak City Water Park. Yes, you know, it, it can happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, well, you guys are known as the land of yes. And that is such a cool thing because I think, you know, we we know this from all these interviews from, you know, psychologists coming on our show and not on the travel side, but our brains are so wired to negativity, right? And I think part mm -hmm. of travel is to kind of debunk that um, that side of our brain 
and go, yes, let's have some fun. And once you embrace the yes, it's like a whole, it's like, yeah, joy. I, I think yes equals joy when it, when it comes down to it. And I love that you guys call yourself the land of yes. How did that come up? Like, where did, where did you guys, I mean, you've got all these parks and, and it maybe, is it the food? What is it <laughs> to get the it's, yes? You know, it's a little bit of everything. It's, it's saying yes to all the unique things to do in Buena Park. You could be in the Wild West at Knott's Berry Farm. You could be among Scallywag Pirates, you know, at our Pirates and our Adventure show. You could be a jousting tournament at Medieval Times. You can just immerse yourself in all these different unique experiences in one day. So it's just saying yes to to things you you may never have done before. I like this. So medieval times. Tell us a little bit about that because that is that's a special event. I I did that many years ago in your city. Um tell everybody a little bit you about do. that because it's it's magic, right? It's oh it's a yeah, turn to the yesteryear absolutely. and you get to be like I'm having that feast. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So, I mean, it really, it really does transport you into like this authentic jousting tournament with swordplay and horsemanship. And, and recently the show actually adopted a new storyline after about like 30 years or so. So now we have a female who has taken the throne and you're invited to come to her banquet for the evening. Oh, wow. And it's just a wonderful time where guests, um, they get really into it. And oftentimes they dress the part and you get to have some fun and eat in true medieval fashion with your hands. I think we all need that now, <laughs> right? To, like <laughs> let go of, yeah, it, it kind of gets us to put our phone down for a bit, right? And then just go, Arr. and then we get to have a selfie after that, right? Or during, but you do need to put your phone oh, down yeah. once in a while and just be part of that. And, and that's what's interesting is that you guys have these, what you call immersive experiences. And I kind of, it's kind of interesting how we are in technology, right? So medieval times mm -hmm. is part of that right that immersive experience and then you've got like you said a, a pirate's dinner tell us a little bit about that and and these because i think it's i think with us with technology we do need to put it down a little bit other than our you know mm -hmm. hey here we are selfies which hey destinations like people want to know um but it kind of gets us to when you when you talk about travel and having authentic experiences these immersive experiences that you're talking about um, really kind of transport us. And really, we do need to forget about what's happening at work. And these kinds of experiences help us just, yeah, you're on vacation, that little jolt that we need. Yes, definitely. I, I think these immersive experiences let you be, you know, someone else for, for the evening. You can be part of this medieval feast. You can be a part of a pirate crew at Pirate Center Adventure, as you just mentioned. And so that show is very, um, very iconic in our city as well. And kind of similar dinner theater that's, this one's great for all ages, but especially for that younger crowd who really wants to get involved with the show. Um, the younger kids and even, even adults as well are often recruited to take part in different challenges and be part of the show and go on stage alongside the pirate crew. So that one is really special because you can really take part in, and be part of Pirates Center Adventure. I like that. And then, You've got pirates, medieval times, there's jousting in that. So that's always fun. But tell us mm -hmm. about the Beach Boulevard Club with the dueling pianos. Come on, you know that gets crazy. I've been in trouble at one of yes. those. <laughs> it is such a good time. 
That one is one of our newer um, dinner shows. And so, as you mentioned, it's a dueling piano bar where the show is essentially completely audience run. So guests can request their favorite songs and watch the pianist belt them out. You know, the entire room joins in and sings along. And so it's just a great, great place to to spend the night on the town with a group of friends or your significant other. And it's it's just wonderful with some, you know, they have some amazing appetizers there and some craft cocktails to enjoy on your evening. Oh, we want the craft cocktails. Speaking of which, that, uh, by the way, you do get in trouble when you sing Piano Man at the at the, <laughs> the dueling piano. <laughs> That's like a whole other thing. Um, but craft cocktails, I want to hear about the Cauldron Spirits and Brews because that is like, this is, because isn't there like a hidden room and then you are getting craft cocktails that are kind of like I know this would be cool for a Halloween time frame, but like I I think Halloween should be every day, so I'm that way. But. I mean, I completely <laughs> agree with you. Yeah, you are completely right that there is a hidden room there. I won't give too much away because you'll need to find it for yourselves when you head over there. But there is a secret room that can be rented out for private parties. But there is also just immersion throughout that entire bar it was actually voted best neighborhood bar by oc weekly so it's just it's a it's a local favorite and also a favorite among tourists that that come to buena park and it's it's just this haunted house themed experience with like bewitching decor and and cocktails as well and then they actually serve french inspired pub style food like croque monsieur sliders and beef bourguignon and then their, their most iconic drink is actually called the Naughty Kid, referencing their neighbor, Nosbury Farm, right across the street, where they splash some vodka and lemon over boysenberry cotton candy. What? Like, seriously? Cotton candy? It is. It's so fun. With boysenberry. Ooh. Yes. That's cool. <laughs> well, Nosbury Farm, talk a little bit about that, because I know it's a big theme park, right? And even Disneyland started with a dream. Like, it's like... Dreams mm-hmm. can be come true, you know, when you think about Walt Disney and everything. But like Knott's Berry Farm was actually a farm at one point, right? It like it's not just, hey, here's a theme park. It kind of takes a nod to what California is in regards to agriculture that happens in, in the state, right? Yes, definitely. So the Knott family actually came to Buena Park opened up their their farm and their berry mart and then they actually created the first boysenberry so Buena Park is actually the home uh, the birthplace of the boysenberry and so they began selling that creating jams making pies and then they opened up Mrs. Knott's chicken dinner restaurant so that they could showcase some of their their jams and also um, Mrs. Knott's amazing fried chicken and so their restaurant became so popular they would have lines that went on for hours and the Knott family realized we need some way to be able to entertain these people while they're you know spending their time waiting for our chicken dinners and so that's how Ghost Town was born and then eventually became the Knott's Berry Farm that we know today. Wow no way wow okay so food plays a big role and listen you're in you're in Southern California so diversity is a big part of it, you know, mm-hmm. whenever you're in a coastal area, you're also on the border, you know, pretty close to the border of Mexico, you know, you're going to have good food. So give us a little snapshot of what we can expect in Southern California. Sure. Yeah. So we actually have um, kind of a, a blossoming dining scene right now in, in Buena Park. 
we have a large um, Korean community. So we have some amazing Korean dining wow. throughout the city. And a lot of that is localized at a fairly new um, outdoor mall that we have. And it's called mm. the Source OC. And so that really focuses on Korean street eats and Korean boutique shopping as well. And so something is always opening up there. So that's a great spot to keep coming back to on, you know, more trips to Buena Park. And um, one of the more recent openings is, is actually called Old Fairy Donut, which originated in Seoul, Korea. But this is actually their first U.S. location, and, and it can only be found in Buena Park. And so that, that was really exciting for us. And, um, you know, all their donuts are just unique flavors, and they come with this decadent feeling. Like some of them have peanut butter. Some of them have pistachio oh. creme brulee. They just really um, – they come up with some unique flavors and, and everyone has just been raving about that spot since it opened. Yay. I'm, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I think this is so cool because like even street food, like, do you remember what, you know, what life was like free food trucks and things like that right. and food malls. And I think, you know, these kind of malls and uh, food truck culture have given people the ability to even run a restaurant, right? Because it's so hard mm -hmm. to run a restaurant and the investment that goes into it, especially during the pandemic, it was like, eh, and now it's, it's changed up and people get to have the diversity that we want. And when we have diversity in a, in a community, that means you have good food. And it sounds like you certainly do. Um, let's talk a little bit about ramen because I hear that you have that too, that we should be tasting and uh, enjoying. We do. We do have a couple of um, award-winning ramen spots, but most recently we had a really local gem um, called Ramen and Sukimentao. They were named um, a big gourmand in the California Michelin Guide this December. So that was extremely exciting for us. Oh, wow. That's huge. And then at the same time, you have bakeries. I was looking, you, you were telling me Porto's Bakery and Cafe, the best bakery of the Southland. Um, that's by the LA Times. So the baked goods too. So like, ooh, so we've got bakeries, we've got ramen, we've got Korean food. What about Mexican food? Can we get good tacos? It's yes, we have a couple. So Cal, you know, I'm like, yeah, yes. <laughs> we got to have that. We definitely have a lot of local businesses that serve that really authentic home style Mexican cooking. And then actually within the Source OC that I was just mentioning, we actually have um, a spot called La Huasteca. They serve mariscos, tacos. That one's a great spot to hang out on a Friday night too and just have a really great time with your friends. Oh, I like it. I'm I'm all good. Okay, so margaritas too. That's that's okay. We can get margaritas. Oh yeah, they they have all kinds of margaritas and and different craft cocktails at La Hostica. Oh, I'm I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay, let's talk about <laughs> summer we'll because there. I know I'm like, hey, I'm. You know what? We're recording this during lunchtime. It's really dangerous to talk to you, <laughs> quite frankly. But I I think you know in the other thing going back to Korean food. You know, I wonder, you know, we're so used to, like there's Chinese food and everything, um, but I, I'm wondering, I think it's Korean food is kind of the last five years. I feel like it's only really being able to flourish and be identified as its own food. You know what I mean? Um, that sounds mm -hmm. weird, 
But I feel like it's only been so recent that people are understanding the deliciousness of Korean food. Maybe five, ten, maybe it's 10 years. Um, but you just didn't hear that much over the years about it. Um, maybe yeah. it's just different places we've traveled. You know, we travel full time, but we're all over the place. But it just feels like sometimes you'd never really hear about Korean food as much as, you know, you do other foods. So yeah, I, I definitely think it's it's kind of getting that recognition it definitely deserves right now, and which is really exciting for our community since we have such a large Korean community. And there's so many local businesses throughout the city, you know, and little hidden spots that are so amazing as well that our website is just filled with all those amazing spots. So, you know, I highly recommend anyone look through our dining pages because there's just so many yeah. little gems that you can find to explore. I mean, you even have a tofu house. I'm looking at this. Like, it's it's like... Yes. So you can be vegan, vegetarian, and find food, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking, you guys have a lot. So like people could come visit just for the food, literally. Yes, yes. We have had some, we're, we've been coming up with some foodie crawls to share with everyone. Um, there's just, you could spend your entire vacation eating and still not okay. you know, hit up everything. <laughs> okay. Okay. Do you have, <laughs> do you have is, places to go for a walk and kind of walk it off? Any parks and stuff for us to go and like, I know there's the theme parks, but what about natural areas where, or like, are there any, are there good walking paths somewhere? Cause we got to walk off the food. I, I'm, I'm like, yes. Cause I'm going to eat a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm looking so at the. I'm like port. stuck in the foodville on your website. Everyone, visit buenapark.com. Go click on the dine <laughs> button, and you'll be just as like, you'll be drooling like I am. This is insane. You guys have so much, and then there's seafood too, right? Oh, hello. Yes. Yeah. Oh, red tacos. Yep. See. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Sorry, I'm stuck in your website. I'm coming back. No, no so, yeah. worries. <laughs> what about the, I know, I'm like, there's breakfast places with really good brunch. Oh, brunch. You know, it's, you know, we're in that season, brunch. We need I good know. brunches. The weather's getting warmer. <laughs> nice sea, you know, nice breeze. Oh, the bakery. Look at the bakery. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm, I'm, I need to get off your website. This is dangerous. <laughs> this is really, I don't, don't get off of it. Like go in there and like start planning because yes, I would just, <laughs> I could plan an entire food trip, but like Coco Hodo, and I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing this correctly. It's a Korean walnut pastry. They they have Coco Hodos. Yes. Um, it's a sweet red bean stuffed cake with walnut pieces. Seriously. Yes, they're absolutely delicious. Coffee coat. I'm, I'm like stuck. No, no, this is dangerous. I've been through the <laughs> A to Z. It's dangerous. Um, but yeah, where can we walk somewhere? <laughs> I'm like already feeling I need it. <laughs> Just even yeah, looking so at have, all this food. We, yeah, we have a couple of amazing, you know, local parks, but our largest is Ralph C. Clark Regional Park. And so that one has, you know, tennis courts, horseshoe pits, volleyball courts, and a couple of hiking trails. They're, mm. they're more easy to moderate. So they're, they're a great way to start that day and then continue exploring Buena Park and all the dining. 
I like that. I like that. Because, yeah, you, you, and because even when you think about, you know, the pirate adventures and, you know, uh, medieval times, that's a culinary experience too, you know? Yes. And Beach Boulevard, yeah, and all of that. That's all culinary. So, yeah, you, you got to walk it off a little bit. But um, let, let's go a little bit um, looking at summer because summer in Southern California is like, you can't beat it. <laughs> it's just magic. So tell us a little bit about some of the family activities, because I really believe with Disneyland and Knott's Berry Farm, like you guys are pretty much a family destination, right? Um, obviously, you have couples and romantic escapes as well. But uh, for families, what would you recommend uh, people look out to do, like for some just special family activities during the summer season? Sure. So um, Not Soak City, like I mentioned before, will be opening up. That's going to be open actually from May 20th to September 10th this year. And then Knott's actually has some summer food festivals going on as well. So more dining <laughs> inside <laughs> of the theme park. And so they have, you know, craft food and beverage booths, rotating bands, and then some DJs and also photo opportunities throughout the park. And so that always begins at sundown um, on certain days throughout the summer months. And then kind of in, in tandem with that, they also have um, Ghost Town Alive. So the Ghost Town section of the park, basically you're able to like live your very own Western style adventure. And so the citizens of that Ghost Town welcome you to like join their story filled with bandits and cowboys, robberies, and a hoedown. And that's throughout the summer months as well. Ah. Oh. So lots to do outside, you know, I, I like that you guys also do like concerts and family movies um, and parks too. I think that's really yes. magic that you can just after a day of eating and parking, like theme parking um, to go and just enjoy a movie or go take in some music outside is really cool. And I think people are still wanting outside right now, don't you think? after winter yes. and then like you know listen we did winter in wisconsin like i'm just gonna say you want outside now <laughs> everybody wants yeah, outside right. if you've done that <laughs> and i know a lot of people flock to southern california during the summer too and and want that you know your your visitors are from everywhere right it's not just you know local socal but like from everywhere yes. yeah absolutely oh that's cool so Outdoors in the evening can happen and be relaxing unless, unless you have a yes. really good rock band, right? What, what are the concerts in the park like? Like what kind of bands are there? You know, it's all kind of, it's different every year. Um, it's a lot of local, uh, local bands and, um, and singers that will come through. And so they'll put on their concert and there's actually also twilight swimming and then different community Ooh. vendors and food trucks. And so it kind oh, yeah, of just yeah. brings the community and even tourists together, um, you know, in the evenings as, as it cools down, but it's still, you know, nice and warm and you can enjoy that evening out in Southern California. Oh, I like that. I like that. And then there's the family movies under the stars. That's cool too, to just watch a movie and like, so you're out on the grass or, and just watching it under the stars, like you're outside with a big screen, not your phone. <laughs> Again, not with right. the phone. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. So anyone who drove into town can load up their car, you know, and, and hang out and, and watch the movie from there. 
or you can bring, you know, blankets, chairs, and, you know, sit and watch the movies. Um, and they also have food trucks there as well for, you know, snacking during your, your film. And then this year they're going to do um, different showings of the new Puss in Boots, um, Minions, The Rise of Gru, and Encanto. Ah, so lots there to experience. I like this. And so what about the business side of things? I know we've talked about, you know, food, obviously, all these, you know, theme parks and activities and attractions, food again, cocktails. Let's just say that. Um, we are recording this on Cinco de Mayo, so like margaritas are stuck on my brain right now, but um, <laughs> it's airing on the 15th, so it's a little different, but um, I did want to touch on conferences, our group meetings, because I know like number one, there's, it seems like conferences are coming back in a different way, and mm -hmm. at the same time, business travel is changing in that people are working from home a lot, but then we'll travel to like it's almost like smaller meetings like companies are going hey let's all meet here and then go back home and work or you can work wherever so what is happening in Buena Park are you seeing like a shift in that I know it's still a little early to tell but um a shift in like maybe the family's coming out and hey we can do this and I can still work maybe half the family is, go, you know, going to Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm, and I'm going to stay and work a little bit in the hotel and meet you for dinner time at Medieval Times or something. Are you seeing that? And are you seeing conferences coming back yet? Yes, we are. We're definitely on that trend that I know a lot of destinations are seeing now where we're kind of melding those working vacations together, right? And so, yes, we definitely are seeing people who um, you know, if their kids are on vacation for spring break or summer, they're coming out here and they might be working a little bit remotely themselves, but they're still able to bring their kids to have that summer or spring experience. And then in terms of conferences, we're definitely seeing those come back as well. Um, the Doubletree and Knott's Berry Farm are our two uh, biggest conference venues. And oh, actually, okay. Knott's Berry Farm is getting... Uh, Knott's Berry Farm is actually wrapping up a complete multi-million dollar renovation. So their conference space is going to be absolutely magnificent when it's completely unveiled. So what happens in fall? Because you still have awesome weather. That's something I want to just let people know, like Southern California. I know you guys had rain this year. Has <laughs> it been unusual? <laughs> but um, fall is still like a time to go out and play, right? Yes, you know, we, we love to call ourselves the Halloween capital of SoCal because we just have oh. so many different <laughs> Halloween activities that, that go on during that time frame. The cauldron, everybody, spirits and brews, go. <laughs> yes, that is one of the major stops for sure. And then um, Knott's Berry Farm actually also puts on their haunt, which is Knott's Berry Farm, and they're actually celebrating their 50th anniversary this year. So it's going to be a really big, big deal. So we're excited about that. And then um, the, the Pirates Center Adventure Show also has like an overlay called Vampirates for Halloween. And we have a couple of more, more local um, fall festivals as well that occur during that time frame. So it's just, it's a great place if you're really into that fall time and Halloween and you want to do a lot of activities related to that. We're a great spot to kind of hit up all those different things. Well, since we touched on fall, I'm going to winter. Just so people understand the four seasons, you touched on spring. I want to touch on winter because it's got to be magical. 
you know, because you've got also yes. this beautiful downtown, like you have a historic downtown and I can kind of imagine that historic downtown all being twinkly lighted, like, you know, is it all lit up at, at, at Christmas time or, and people should go there. We should just touch on that too, that they should go there year round. Yeah, so our downtown area does have, um, there's decor lining up and down our entertainment corridor of Beach Boulevard. Um, all of our businesses really I want a on Beach Boulevard. I love well. that. You have Beach Boulevard. <laughs> Who doesn't want a Beach Boulevard? I know. So, right. so that's part of your downtown, your historic downtown. Yes, it is on Beach Boulevard. We have the historic district with a couple of um, homes that were preserved from the 1800s. And so this area has a bunch of different Christmas decorations at that time. And then City Hall is right across the way. And they actually do their annual tree lighting ceremony there as well every um, every year. This is awesome. This is awesome. And then, of course, Knott's Berry Farm has to be all in the season, right? That's got to be cool. Yes. Oh. Yes, during that time, they have Knott's Mary Farm, and it is just oh, honestly duh. a winter wonderland. <laughs> they have a Christmas craft fair that expands throughout the entire ghost town area, and they're actually local vendors, so they're all these handcrafted items that you can purchase as gifts um, for the season, and they have carolers, and there's just like, there's so much entertainment. It's, it's just around every corner during that time uh, at Knott's Mary Farm. I love it. I love it. I thank you so much for joining us and giving us all this information. I know so many people are yes. still planning and I know a lot of people are last minute on travel too this time. You know, it's just we're in a different world now, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm like everybody go check it out. If you're going to go to Southern California, go to Buena Park. Uh lodging wise before you go, I wanted to touch on that so people know what kind of lodging mm -hmm. facilities as they plan because I know, do you have bed and breakfast or is it mostly hotels, uh, Airbnbs? What what kind of are, what, what are the main things for people to know lodging wise? Yeah, we have primarily hotels. We have 17 different hotels. Um, we definitely, um, we love to pride ourselves on being kind of that affordable <laughs> daily rate. Um, we have, you know, your Courtyard Marriott, your, your Fairfields, your Doubletrees. Knott's Berry Farm Hotel, um, and that one's going to be really amazing. As I mentioned, they're they're having that full renovation, which is um, estimated to be unveiled completely in September. So that one's just going to be a brand new hotel, essentially, with new dining, wow. um, a new Starbucks inside, and of course, you're just steps away from the park, so that's a great spot to be at, too. Oh, cool. So everyone, again, the website is visitbuenapark.com. And we are here again every third Monday talking to destinations. We also do every second Tuesday with destinations all through the International Food, Wine, Travel Writers Association. I encourage you, if you're a destination or a travel writer or author, to go to their website, ifwtwa.org. And whether you're a member or not, check out their conference coming up in October. It does go through Southern California, by the way. It's floating from Vancouver down. Like we're talking about princess cruises like this is a floating conference and i think if you're going to go to a conference and learn a whole bunch you need to have cocktails and an ocean view i'm just saying <laughs> i think i think karina knows i'm that way uh, <laughs> i'm just serious like if you're going to do conference and have meetings and learn and network 
you might as well have a good, you know, scenic view. Don't you think, Karina? I mean, you know, the conference industry, people need a break, <laughs> you know, and oh, yeah. also want the knowledge and the work, you know, part of it, but you need that little breathing time. So, you know, it's, it's all important. So I think they're, they're going to float by you in a way. Um, I think they go from Vancouver to San Diego. I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure of their itinerary with what they're doing, but they're going to float. And I think that's pretty cool. So yeah, absolutely. Everyone check that out. IFWTWA.org. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you so much, Karina, for telling us all about your area. Thank you so much for having me. I've had such a wonderful time. I'm, I listen, I'm coming for one of those witchy cocktails and some food because like, I think Perfect. I'm, I'm going to plan a foodie vacation in Buena Park. We would love to have you. <laughs>